Welcome back to the Rochester Rundown, your source of news for the week and things to do over the weekend, presented by Med City Beat. On this episode of the Rundown, I'll bring you a story about a local barbershop making its presence known in more ways than one. It's a conversation on race and education with the top elected official in the state. Also, we're talking about ways to get outside and enjoy the warm weather before settling in on the couch for the big game this Sunday. I'm Isaac Janes. It's Friday, January 31st, 2020, and let's get to the news. The Rochester Civic Theater's use of taxpayer funds will be put under the microscope next Tuesday, amid concerns over the theater's financial state. This week, in the aftermath of an abrupt resignation by theater director Kevin Miller, it was revealed that the organization took out a $300,000 loan last fall to help cover its debts. The loan was disclosed after members of the city's oversight committee pressed the theater to be more transparent about its finances. Despite the financial woes, however, the chair of the theater's board said Miller's decision to resign was entirely his own. In leaving the theater, Miller had indicated he wanted to be closer to his family in Wisconsin, where he had been commuting from. In business news, Mocha recently revealed plans to open another coffee shop in Rochester. The lacrosse-based chain is the first tenant to be tied to a new building planned at 2483 Commerce Drive Northwest, just off West Circle Drive near Costco. The project is being spearheaded by First Alliance Credit Union, which is adding a fourth branch on site. Other tenants have not been announced, save for an unnamed bistro sandwich shop, details to be revealed in the future. First Alliance said the building should be ready in the coming months. We regularly ask our members to nominate a nonprofit they believe deserves more attention in the community. Our highlighted nonprofit for January was Red Drop Resources, an organization providing housing and financial assistance to families receiving treatment for blood cancers like leukemia and multiple myeloma. Christina Wright Peterson founded Red Drop, formerly known as Med City Foundation, over 20 years ago after losing her father to leukemia. Her organization has helped hundreds of families weather the extensive treatment process since then. Want to know more about these stories and see what others have to say? Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash medcitybeat. A true barbershop experience promises so much more than a haircut. Good conversation, life advice, and a fresh update to your own image. It's about keeping it real and being true to yourself. At Barbershop and Social Services on 19th Street Northwest in Rochester, they've built on that idea in more ways than one. Their most recent example? Bringing the barbershop conversation to the people on Facebook Live. Barbershop Talk had a run of high-profile guests last week. U.S. House candidate Dan Fian last Friday, Rochester Public School Superintendent Michael Munoz last Saturday, but this past Wednesday, the barbershop was alive with anticipation. All right, welcome to Barbershop Talk. Indeed, it is Wednesday, is that right? Wednesday. Wednesday. 149.20, and if you're doing a double take right now, looking to my left, it's not a double take. This is the governor. (laughs) Of Minnesota, so welcome to Bar- Governor Tim Walls, the former U.S. House representative for Southern Minnesota, was Barbershop Talk's latest guest, and our state's balding leader kept it real from the start. I have to tell you, I feel a little self-conscious in a barbershop every time I come. <laughs> <laughs> you can just join me. Yeah, Reverend Andre Crockett came up with a talk show idea in 2018 when midterm election season was in full swing. The show brings local and state-level leaders on to talk about issues relating to diversity and inclusivity. Here's show host Donovan Bailey explaining who Barbershop Talk is meant for. We are for the African-American, the at-risk, the minority, the voiceless, 
but mostly all of us because again we all do better when we all do better so that's what this show is about bailey hosted the conversation with walls as he does every time barbershop talk goes live he says he sees this work as an extension of his broader goal to tackle the major obstacles facing communities of color in rochester and the surrounding area inclusion uh, cultural competence African-American, minority, we certainly represent all those issues. But we have a, when you talk about mission and purpose, we have a real passion for the at-risk minority and helping them overcome. A lot of what we do, Andre has built his whole social service industries, if you will, and I'll throw that on helping at-risk people make it. I work for the Public Defender Office, so I, I deal with the overcomer as a social worker. Um, Bud has Hustlers Anonymous, and he works for Zumbro Valley. So our mission is to help the at-risk African-American. There wasn't much political jargon to be found on this Wednesday afternoon. Governor Walls took questions from Bailey, Crockett, and president of Rochester's NAACP chapter, W.C. Jordan, for just over an hour. Through it all, Governor Walls minced few words on the future of the state. 70% of our workforce across this state in the next 20 years is coming from communities of color. Wow. We are going, if, if we allow the achievement gap in our schools to continue, we're going to fail. Mm -hmm. If we do not figure out a way to quit incarcerating, especially black males, mm -hmm. we are going to collapse financially. We're right. going to lose all those opportunities. Mm -hmm. So for those who are wondering, you know, well, you know, be tough on crime and lock them up or whatever, this is coming home to roost with every single one of us. So, 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 uh, yeah. so, and he wasn't it, done. It does none of us any good yes. to keep another group of people down. Right. It does us no good to not have a co an honest conversation mm -hmm. to say, you know what, we failed. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be like a big epiphany moment mm -hmm. to say our system disenfranchised and put groups of people at a disadvantage mm -hmm. to the better to the advantage of others. And now it's time to correct that. That, well, that should not be a huge thing to say, but it has to happen. Thank you. If you didn't get goosebumps on that, you need some coffee. Wake up. Walls kept it real in his time in Rochester as Barbershop and Social Services decides who gets to go next in the barber chair. Lastly on the rundown, here's a few events we're excited for this weekend, presented by Riverside Concerts. See Alash, the Tuvan Throat Singers, in Rochester Civic Theater's Black Box, presented by Riverside Concerts, on Saturday, March 7th. If you have an event you'd like featured or know of new Rochester music coming out, shoot me an email at isaac at themedcitybeat.com. Since the rundown's only in its second week, we missed some music that came out in late 2019 that you should know about. Local musicians Chris Alcott and Gary Bears teamed up for a new folk record called Soul Crossing, recorded at Carpet Booth Studios here in town. It's all on major streaming services for your listening pleasure. Last week, I wrote a piece about various different ways to beat cabin fever in Rochester. Story is still online at medcitybeat.com. And it looks like it'll be a great weekend to get up and get moving with temperatures in the 30s and, hey, maybe even a little bit of sun. I imagine a lot of listeners, myself included, will be inside on Sunday, either watching the football or the commercials. So here's a few events that will get you off the couch earlier in the weekend. In the absence of a citywide Winterfest this year, the Olmsted County History Center is taking matters into its own hands. Their portion of Winterfest programming is still set to happen this Saturday. Take a sleigh ride around the grounds, fill up on cider and cookies, and take a tour of caves that early Minnesotan settlers dug out and wintered in back in the 1850s. It all starts at 10 a.m. and runs until 1 p.m. If you're a skier, get to Quarry Hill Saturday at 5.30 p.m. Their trails will be lit by candlelight, meaning you can ski well into the night. 
Skis will be on a first-come, first-served basis, so if you've got your own, be sure to bring them. Finally, happy first birthday to the castle. They'll be hosting Catapult, an event to celebrate one year in the former Senior Center and Armory building, Friday from 6 to 10.30 p.m. Enjoy live music from Uptown Jazz and DJ Pollen, an art auction, interactive exhibits, and get a chance to mingle with the artists who've been using the space. Who knows, you might even see a familiar face or two. It is a ticketed event, and they're still on sale at Castle Community's website. Well, that's all we have for the rundown this week. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, the best way to support MedCityBeat is to become a member. Be a part of quality local journalism at medcitybeat.com slash membership. I've been Isaac James for the MedCityBeat. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Friday. Go Chiefs.